0: Hello, and welcome to VCR. I'm Vada. I'm Carlo. And today we'll be reviewing from small screen to big screen or big screen to small screen. Does it destroy anything or does it make it better? We don't know, but I'm sure you do. (laughs) Um,
1: And just uh, where I guess the parameters of this conversation, uh, just to set that, we want to discuss a couple of examples that we have of something that went from, that translated from one form of the media medium to another. So I give, like, I just, because I'm going to do weird shit. You do you do reasonable stuff that people have heard of. Okay. But give, give, like, an example of, like, one going from this media, so it was on the small screen, and then it was on the big screen. What did they gain? What did they lose? Was it worth it?
0: All right. So let's look at one of my personal favorites. I'm going to give the example of the original the fugitive now there are like three different versions out there right now but the original fugitive was a 1963 black and white television series that had quite a bit of popularity and then after the television series ended in the 90s in 1993 harrison ford takes on the role as richard kimball the doctor and the storyline is that there is a doctor who has been falsely accused of murdering his wife and Richard Kimball escapes prison in order to find his wife's true killer, this uh, infamous one-armed man, which was the thing that was happening in the original 1963 plot and then again in the Harrison Ford version as well in 1993. If you ask me both of these were great. This isn't one of those mediums where either one fell short. It was a good television series and it was actually it was a great Harrison Ford movie. You know, it, it really was. So it it was a rather good Harrison Ford movie. And I, I remember watching it and being on the edge of my seat for that whole time until he catches the one-armed man. But now there's a 2020 version that I'm not 100% sure, so don't quote me, is either picked up on Netflix or one of those streaming services. But we have a medium that's gone from small screen, big screen, back to well, I don't know if we want to call it a small screen, back to a digital platform. Digital
1: platform does kind of work as a medium screen now.
0: Okay, so we'll call it a small screen then. So it's gone over in three different ways. And does it do justice? I I don't think that, you know, the original television series was well-written. The movie was well-written. I haven't seen the 2020 version. So I don't know how this one is really going to play out but i imagine a lot of this is going to have to deal with the writing and i'm curious to see if the 2020 version has deviated from the plot is it still richard kimball trying to avenge his uh will clear his name and avenge his wife's death or have they gone in some other weird direction with it
1: well i don't, I don't think it's I'm personally against the idea of like of it owing something to the original. The idea is it should be worth watching on its own, especially in this scenario. Because *The Fugitive*, which would be going for a hat trick, the original uh, TV show, which I'm not f- overly familiar with, did enter the zeitgeist because the uh, of of just the convert like the the base information you get for being an, a citizen of America and having a bun- and being interested in nerdy stuff or being too interested in mm-hmm. pop culture know about the one armed man. Like, I wasn't surprised watching thousands of references across pop culture. Like, the dumbest thing that comes to mind right away for me is Jim Carrey's The Mask when he, Mm -hmm. like, is eating with the cops that he, it wasn't me. He was the one-armed man. Was that referencing the TV show, which presumably it was. His whole thing is, like, Tex Avery cartoons, like, black and white TV, early uh, 60s and 70s television. Like, Mm -hmm. Like, he does the cowboy and everything. That's all of his stuff because the character in that movie is talking about much older things he doesn't do more recent things so he wouldn't be and i don't remember where on the timeline if it comes before or after but if if it's after that's fine that alone shows how much that infected pop culture so it must have been it must have had some fucking gold in it and again i, I don't know i never watched the show the, the show of it but at least it had enough of a presence that it infected other media and then uh, and, and then when they made the the movie that on its own has become the uh, iconic Harrison Ford getting trapped by oh my god well, I can't remember the actor's name
0: Tommy Lee Jones
1: Tommy thank you Tommy Lee Jones yeah, was like, like I, I didn't, didn't my do my it and then yeah. Tommy
0: Lee Jones. I don't care <laughs>
1: He even got his own spin-off movie, U.S. Marshals, which was actually I really enjoyed as well.
0: Oh, that's right. He did. I totally well, forgot about that. He, yes, he, he did.
1: His character, he did such a good job with it. So, like, I so it already is a hat trick. That's three movies that I think kind of like have like I would go watch those now. Like, I'm not they 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 don't have any of that like uh, they don't have too much of that dating that would make it kind of hard to to watch or to sell it to somebody. Mm. But the latest one, I think the problem that runs in when with just a straight up, like, okay, we're doing it again. If they try too hard to honor the original, there's a tendency, I think, for it to come across as kind of bland, because they're not doing something interesting with it. Or we have to destroy the original, so everything's bigger for no goddamn reason. Um, uh, like, they, they raise the stakes to the point where it's like, he says it's his daughter, but it's actually a nuke or something. I don't know. Or his right. wife. Like, well, they killed my wife. By my wife, I mean the president of the United States like, or something. Like, do the, if, if, if you're going to do a completely different thing, do a completely different thing. Don't tack on the name of it. Um, if you're going to do something, I don't think
0: honoring is the right word, but like, do it proud. well I think you definitely have to do it justice absolutely and I think that you know I kind of agree with you and then I kind of disagree with you too because it's like if I'm going to do let's just say you know Richard Vada does the fugitive you know Mm -hmm. then I'm probably going to stay with that storyline you know Mm -hmm. Richard Kimball wife dead one-armed man did it escaping prison to find the killer i'm going to honor that storyline it's just a matter of how do i honor it in the right way uh, good acting maybe a little bit of a plot twist but you know i'm going to do it in a good job because i think where people can get in trouble is like oh we're going to do the fugitive but wait a minute guys but this is going to blow your mind yeah. when our ma'am didn't kill his wife killed his pet monkey we all know how we feel about pet monkeys. <laughs> and so I think, I think that's where you just totally start destroying things. And you just shouldn't do stupid <laughs> shit like that. Because I think people do expect a bit of the, a good chunk of the original. Which brings me to kind of like a next idea. I'm not going to cut off your idea. I want to get back to it. But, a, but just to no, parallel one, the examples. Well, okay. I'm going to parallel the examples. Like you look at the TV show Hannibal. Okay, and how it follows the the movies. It kind it, it follows Hannibal the movie, and then Red Dragon the movie, and the only one it doesn't well, touch. I mean, they follow, they
1: follow the book, follows the
0: books, because it's 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 very different from the, the
1: movies. Right. Well, they the, the movies that the movies touch because with the book being kind of the through line for all of it, mm-hmm. and a, and a vastly different Hannibal. Uh, many argue a better Hannibal. I don't think that's a, a, I don't think that's a useful conversation. Personally,
0: no, no. Let's <laughs> not touch that. <laughs> I yeah,
1: I think they're yeah because I know which side you you, you land on yeah. without question. But I think it's not a useful conversation to compare those two Hannibals. They're both a really great Hannibal, and I don't want. I like if I had to choose one to go away, I mm. don't.
0: So that's right why I'm like, now, I'm not. I'm not going to downplay this. This new Hannibal. Uh, I forget the actor's name, but he's actually, he's a really good Hannibal. I'm not going to complain about that. He's good for the TV series. They picked a good guy for the TV series. But what my issue is that like when we get to the red dragon part of the Hannibal TV series and the red dragon part of the movie, and then you have the book, because I was reading this really interesting article. Why is it that they haven't touched silence of the lambs? And it's just one of those stories they didn't want to touch because that is yeah. untouchable. But with Red Dragon, they they kind of, they changed up quite a bit, like not just from the book, but from the movie as well, where I'm going to do a spoiler. I, I hate doing spoilers, right. but I'm going to do a spoiler. You
1: should actually have a spoiler alert every single episode. Okay. But go on.
0: Spoiler alert. <laughs> 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 I'll put a little, a little, a little, chiming alarm a that spoilers. says spoilers vada L- L- ruins everything <laughs> so there's this scene so you go to the theater the old theaters you go
1: ding dong ding right
0: <laughs> there, there's this scene where in the original book and in the movie red dragon we know it's the agent who kills the red dragon okay that it is the the red dragon shows up to the agent's house to kill him and his family. He gets psychologically clever, uh, kills the red dragon. All right? Mm -hmm. That's how it goes. In television series, what kind of broke my heart there is what's happened is the, the agent has somehow helped Hannibal, and he didn't somehow, he did. He helped Hannibal escape. And now it's a showdown between the Red Dragon, Hannibal, and the agent. To it's a Mexican standoff at this very
1: the good, the bad, and the ugly.
0: Yeah, it's at this very lovely, of course, hidden Hannibal estate. Uh, This man just had a lot of money, so um, (laughs) it was it was just you know I was like, I see what you're doing, but I'm disappointed in what you did. Uh, but that's me personally, um, you know. Oh, sure. Um, I think um,
1: the – the because the films have – because I'm not going to argue who had the better Hannibal. Again, not an interesting conversation. <clears> in <throat> films, they didn't have a good Will Graham. They had a – I'll say it, really bad actor. What's his name? Norton, the the really full-of-himself guy who always plays himself in every role he's ever been in because he's not a good Edward actor.
0: Norton as Thank as you, Will God. Graham, yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. His Will Graham was just like, "Hi, I'm I'm Edward Norton. I'm in this movie too. Man, I'm such a good actor. Like, do you want to be in present in this scene for one goddamn minute?" No. I'm a good actor. Thanks, Eddie. Uh worthless. But, but incidentally, that, but I'm why. also the Hulk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, does the Hulk appear in this movie, thank God we have CGI to get you at. It. Like that as much as i don't complain about CGI in, in the in those Hulk movies, at least you got Norton out of the fucking room. Now. <laughs> but but uh, they they the the show was so much about this is it is about a uh inexorable drawn uh uh, is will graham being in uh inescapably drawn to hannibal lecter and hannibal lecter feeling the same it is about that relationship the books however that's what he has with with clarice not with will graham he had a respectful uh competition with will graham well uh, yeah Mm-hmm. Originally, that he that he the last book that he's like the, the main character in, we, uh, where he goes up against uh, Hannibal's uh, Red Dragon is defeated. Uh, he does it. He like he saves his family. Uh, Hannibal escapes on his own and mm-hmm. leaves a note of like, I hope he doesn't ru- he doesn't ruin everything for you. <laughs> like he's I won. Bye. I'm Hannibal Lecter. I've won. That was my piece. No, no, you you got you got the queen. That's fine. On a chess on a chessboard, you took my queen. That was that was the, the mm-hmm. dragon. I was able to take your whole family. I'm more dangerous. Mm. I win. I'm mm. leaving. And Will Graham doesn't chase him anymore. That's, that was his, that's, that's the game they were playing. The uh, TV show is very, very different since they're both sort of in a weird way rooting for each other. So Clarice doesn't fit in that story. Yeah. No, well, like out of respect, we don't want to touch it. And Like I get that. And I, I, I agree with that. But since they made all these movies and, and they have a really good, Uh, Except for the Manhunter version, which is prior to Anthony Hopkins taking on the role. Mm -hmm. Kind of just ignored completely as far as like the the usual movies people think of uh, with Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. Completely different guy. And he is kind of a footnote. Like you're supposed to get that he's scary, but they don't focus on him.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, Weird bit of trivia for that movie though. One of the detectives that talks to Hannibal Lecter in Manhunter... That, mm-hmm. that first movie predating Anthony Hopkins is actually Barry. He's the uh, the guy who works at the uh, the asylum that Hannibal was originally in. Oh, really? So that in, uh, he's the uh, he appeared he has appeared in the most. Uh, I think he's appeared in because I think he's in later ones. I think the only person who's who's been she- in more Hannibal stuff than. Him is Hannibal is uh, uh, Anthony Hopkins.
0: Anthony, yeah, because he was <laughs> in he was in all of them. He was in absolutely all of he them. Always appears, um, I think.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. So he, he and his, uh, those two
1: uh, actors are the most Hannibal people, <laughs> as far as the movies go. As far as the movies go, um, now,
0: I, I will say this because I'm going to because you saw me getting excited and scooting my yeah. chair up for those who can't see yeah. it. Uh, but no, I, I'm going to go back and play off of something that you said, and then. We're going to get back on topic <laughs> yeah. eventually.
1: Technically, uh, technically, that's still on topic. We're still, oh yes, you but know, Hannibal, you're absolutely that went right. to, to,
0: to rein me in, rein me in. Me yeah. uh, still on topic. I, I'm going to go with this. I think part of the dynamic that changes uh, with the Hannibal series and with the Hannibal movie is uh, the Will Graham dynamic. Uh, you, you were right, but I think that with the movie series – Hannibal's relationship with Will Graham isn't one of definitely not like the TV series. Hannibal's relationship with Will Graham in the movies is like, this is the man who brought me down. There is a degree of respect and honor in that. And I think that's Hannibal's thing. Of course, I'm pissed at you too, but a degree of (laughs) respect and honor uh, with that opposed to this one where Hannibal has just been able to, uh, let's be honest, he's been able to make Will his bitch throughout this whole series. Like Will oh, is, is just his bitch,
1: and it's, there it's is ridiculous. Some total, uh, BDSM overtones. So a lot of their. Yeah, uh, it is. It is a form of love. They There's a form of falling in love. With
0: oh God. yes, absolutely. They they love each other. They, I'm I'm just like, why don't you two just fucking get it over with? <laughs> I mean, seriously, just just like you know, hate fuck each other, whatever you got to do, but you need to do it and get it over with because you're killing my storylines, man. <laughs> I feel like a
1: big part of it was just that is like that's something I feel was. Com- that makes sense. That it is completely on the table from Hannibal Lecter's point. Like, oh yeah, I'm just into feeling good. Let's do it, baby. Yeah, into it. And it's just Graham on un- much. And it's it's a shame. It's a fault a lot of people have. It's a very common fault. But he's mm-hmm.
0: heterosexual. It's a shame.
1: Yeah. But I don't I, think you should be shamed for it. It's just a shame. Uh,
0: <laughs> oh, <no. laughs>
1: but you know he would if he could. Yeah. He's like, oh, absolutely.
0: <laughs> absolutely will. Will would just be all under that. I can, I'm not going to say he's going to be in that. I can't see Hannibal letting him in. But,
1: <laughs> he, may, he breaks a lot of rules. He breaks a lot of rules for Will, so you don't know. Well, that like, is uh, true. He
0: does, yeah, he, he does, like, fucking do a lot for Will. So, they got a weird...
1: The sexual energy that Mads Mickelson brought to the role, mm-hmm. that wasn't really there for... wasn't overt, with Anthony Hopkins, because he had a, the way he just commanded and had power around people will inherently mm-hmm. have a sex sex appeal, but it wasn't a, it's supposed to look confusing on the from the outside when someone says like oh no we all we all trusted him, him the guy with the leather gimp mask and in, in a in a cage that almost made Clarice cry mm-hmm. like the moment he met her like him he like everyone, and then later on when she when it's uh as as the movies continue we're like no. Yeah, she is into him. She, it, is a, it is a romantic love between these yeah, two. Yeah. Oh, but how? With Mad Mickelson, if they had that scene where like, oh no, she wants to fuck him. Like, well, everyone in this room is thinking about fucking him. Mm-hmm. Everyone he f- is like, man, I should fuck him. Like, everyone who he <laughs> literally, like, they have a conversation about like, um, you know, when darkness <laughs> coalesces around us, it's not our soul, it's our view of our own soul. I agree. We should fuck. I mean, this food is good. Like that is every inner scene in, in Hannibal. Uh, they have the the weird esoteric gibberish that right. I love. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Then they would show this beautiful food. He would talk for a moment, and then everyone's horny.
0: Yes. <laughs> now, now before now before we get off the Hannibal series, I'm going to say this. I'm going to give the Hannibal TV show a great compliment. The guy. Who plays? I think his his last name is Espinosa, but the guy who plays, oh, um, uh, Doctor the head of the the
1: head of the uh, yes, uh, Doctor.
0: Uh, oh my God! Why am I forgetting his name? Cut out
1: the part where we're too stupid to
0: remember the name of Shoulders. Shoulders. Shoulders.
1: Chilton.
0: Chilton. Doctor Chilton. My fault. Um, Just cut that that out. guy was about. like right on it. He did. Such a good job of being that little spineless, whiny. You know, he was he he did the. It was like watching the original guy. It, it was so Just good.
1: Smarmy, self satisfied. Yes. Like we all watched you lose. I'm still smart, as smart as everyone else. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, dude, you're not. Like everyone in this room are like towering over this one self absorbed little like mm-hmm. uh, glory hog idiot. who Gets yeah, but- gutted over. Yes. <laughs> over-
0: yeah, but see, what I don't like is how, what they do to him in in the TV series. Because that's, no? what, you know, in Red Dragon, the movie, of course, it's the investigative reporter who gets set on fire. And here they set, uh, sh- oh, Shelter's on fire. And that bothered me because I was like, no, 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 no. They, move, no,
1: they no, moved no, some no. of the deaths around.
0: Yeah, so I was like, nope, 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 just no. But anyway, okay. So let's look at other mediums that have gone from, uh, or other shows that have gone from, you know, small to big or big to small. And I think I'm going to bring up the one that me and you can really talk about. It's just been a classic. Uh, huh?
1: Because we, I, I asked, we don't, I asked before we got into it to not cut away for, uh, from the fugitive too quickly because I had one more point to make on that.
0: Oh, I am so sorry. Go ahead. That's all right.
1: One? There, uh, the other may, uh, was the. Because I said like a third version of it that would be fam- uh, that would be like enter the zeitgeist. So it would become like part of, uh, it would become iconic pop pop culture wise. Mm-hmm. Um And I forgot. Nope, fugitive already did that. Because there was a Leslie Nielsen vehicle in the '98 called Wrongfully Accused. Yes. So Leslie Nielsen is playing a doctor whose wife is killed by a one arm. Mm-hmm. I think he's like one arm, one leg, one eyed man. Like,
0: <laughs> yes. yeah. To
1: kind of like bring it up. But, and not that like Leslie Nielsen, like I mean, his he was a he was always a really good actor. His mm. comedies are.
0: But what, uh, what I what I just said. <laughs> but uh, I'm I'm thinking okay, going back to it, a a classic one that I think me and you can both look at and that we both kind of uh, grew up with and has been a huge part of our life is The Simpsons. The Simpsons oh, yeah. is one of those that went from well actually let's let, let's look at it. I mean it really went from being uh, a skit on the Tracy Ullman show to having its own television show and then it has Even its own movie, movie and it just keeps going. It has yet to ever die
1: and, and each time there's like each with each of those leaps uh it's it's done something. I think there's diminishing returns i'll be I will be the villain. Of mm-hmm. this piece, and say, like, I think The Mission Returns. But going from the Tracy Ullman show to the original uh, Christmas special that I started with, which is usually like, which used to be like, um that would be the Victory Lap is the themed episodes. Because you'd have, like, for, like, old sitcoms, like, you would, you would do your sitcoms and, like, Victory Lap, we get a Christmas episode. That means, you know, people care what happens to these characters on Christmas. We won. They started with that. But just that leap, the characters... In the cartoon, one very roughly drawn, and the voices were very weird, and he didn't sound like Homer yet, and all that. But there was all of this low underlying, um, like philosophical errata that Matt Graining, no, sorry, Matt Groening,
0: mm-hmm. was
1: um, uh, would, would would do would have these characters just have these little moments of introspection that all of that funneled into Lisa, and they just made her really depressed, <laughs> and the little like the. Gentle idiot savant that Homer was just became an idiot. Um, the generic wise ass boy Bart just became that until the point, um, where that diminishing returns kicked in and they just cartooned. They went from an animated show to cartoon where all of the characters, like, I have all this uh character development and personality and individuality, and then they all you can sum them up in one in two mm-hmm. words. Uh, Marge's. Probably is a uh, sad mom. Lisa, sad daughter, Bart, bad boy, uh Homer, dumb dad. You you don't need more. They be- beca- they've kind of watered themselves down over time. Which is just I think is happens to anything. there, any sitcom, any serialized story, if eventually you either need to stop telling the stories in the end or they become meandering and nonsense. And,
0: and I think I think you're right, I think at some point you know The Simpsons have been going on for 20 plus years, and uh, I think at some point you know they did the movie because it was just expected you know i don't I don't think that it was you know it was a it was it was a good movie. I went to see it more for historic values because I figured after the movie, the series would be coming to an end yeah. is is what it really
1: i does work as an ending.
0: Yeah. And that's the way I looked at it. And that's the way I was viewing it. So I saw the movie. It was great. Um, and then all of a sudden, it's still going. <laughs> but I couldn't tell you, in all honesty, I couldn't tell you when was the last time I saw a Simpsons episode. Like, it, it's been months, if not years, since I've actually viewed a Simpsons episode.
1: Like it, in all honesty, they could have been like they could have been canceled, and I, I would not know unless someone came to tell me. Did you hear they canceled The Simpsons? Like I wouldn't know otherwise. I don't. I mean, I don't actually. I don't tend to watch network television. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I just don't. Um, I think, think culture we moved away from that, anyways.
0: Yes, and I think it's kind of interesting here because this is one of those where, like, if you look at it culturally, uh, normally the movies have some type of big impact, right? Uh, it, it's either marking the end of something or the beginning of something. Where, when you're going from one of these smaller mediums to bigger mediums to whatever, uh, but in this case, it didn't do anything. <laughs> it went um, from small to we're a movie, and then after that, we're still movie. we're still a TV show, and nothing has happened.
1: Uh, like okay. it's just it the compare compare. Who shot Mister Burns and how big an effect that had on things mm-hmm. to the movie? Just having a two-part episode, just having a two-part episode was yeah. like big cultural touchstone. Like cartoons can even do that, and then they go like, "Oh, we're gonna make a movie," and like every other car, every other cartoons like so. Like this was after like the fucking uh, 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 South Park had already had mo- a movie. Yeah,
0: South Park it's like, the this, movie. Like, you're
1: supposed to be. You should have done this a long time ago. And probably should have, like, you know, la- you know, uh, stuck the landing and moved on and made something else, maybe. But you didn't. You just kept going, um, probably because at this point the contracts would cost them. more. It actually makes them. Uh, the contracts probably cost them more to stop than to keep making it. Right.
0: Um, um,
1: the only thing that really like ca- separates the movie from a three part episode because it does work as three acts as a just three different episodes. Th- this episode we're dealing with the uh, what was it the. I can barely remember. It uh, was that... Huh? The pig dumping. that caused, The again, pig, pig, yeah. The pig dumping yeah, the is what causes...
0: Yeah. The
1: EPA gets mad uh, because of that. Uh, then Horner and Marge and the family move, leave Springfield. They run away. They're kicked out. And then it's an episode where, oh, are they going to be okay? Like their marriage is in trouble again. So, the, uh, and then, you know, they get back in hijinks and they're fine. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's that. It's, it's just a, a very... It's either a very normal episode that takes a really long time or it's three episodes and they're just in a hurry to get to the next chunk. Yeah. Um, and the only things I can think of that actually were like, that sent any ripples forward. Who Shot Mr. Burns sent ripples forward. That became mm-hmm. a one. Like, now it's just become a running gag. But the time in the real world, the mystery of that people like trying to guess who it was and argue people actually arguing over who it really really was yeah that was that was was exciting like
0: who did it
1: yeah um then this had dr nick dies Mm -hmm. hi everybody and just as a throwaway because he's like oh we can't you this character doesn't do anything that's all they have a lot of characters that doesn't do anything yeah so okay he can go that's one less thing Hank Azaria does every month. I assume it's Hank Azaria. Mm-hmm. There's like four people does all the voices. Um, let's see. Uh, they showed Bart's dick.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah, they did. I forgot about that. Yeah. They Gordon,
1: that. They showed this little squiggle.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Showed, uh, um, and then I guess they had uh, Ralph Wiggum said he was gay. Yeah. Those I, were the big, that's the big right. mo- monument. They, oh, and, uh, and they suggested Rainier World Castle was president. <laughs> That's like the only like universe thing like after like after the bubble comes down like it's over. Nothing changed. Mm. There's nothing. And they, they they sprinkle on that like that like cartoon band aid of like, well it's not supposed to change. It's a cartoon. With the uh Homer has this like new catchphrase out of nowhere for this one movie so far. It's the worst thing you've ever done so far. Best kiss she ever had so far. Like, where did he get this? Where did he get these little like tricklings from the Tracy Ullman character? Where he was that that innocent dummy, but a savant. Now he's for one moment he's able to say this thing that gets Marge heart, uh, heart, uh, Marge's heart all a flutter. but it doesn't actually do anything. It is the yeah, it is the the cartoon answer of like, don't worry about it. It doesn't matter. These characters don't have a a future. They just have this moment. Mm. It's over. Which is not that it's a bad movie. I don't think it's a huge failure by any stripe it just kind of takes the fangs out of it
0: because the stakes are meaningless
1: i agree agree. still going
0: (laughs) yeah i i totally agree um and and that's one of those where i mean we can both relate but we can both also see that it wasn't as i don't know powerful or as climatic as what we're probably hoping the movie was going to be and then the after result the aftermath didn't produce anything because simpsons are still on i'm sure they're still great i haven't watched them but like after the movie i really fell off and i just yeah didn't care but you're i will like say I'm this i will say this like when i was a high school teacher uh when we got closer to the end of the year and you know at that point you're just putting on movies and whatever you know i was putting on random movies that they could watch and they wouldn't pay attention to any of them None of them. Yeah. Like, like I was just I had movies on for the sake of putting movies on. But I put the Simpsons on. You could hear a pin drop. They were all glued to the Simpsons.
1: It, it's odd now because every like it, it's most, most every generation looks back and sees the previous generation as slow plotting and kind of a meandering and storytelling. And that's just keep getting faster and faster and faster. So things get don't have to be good, they have to be fast. Mm-hmm. That was absolutely true that was true when i was a kid like a, like a lot of stuff like it it is hard to watch older movies when i was growing up um except for for most people i know i was like mid 90s watching like i still watch columbo reruns hmm. like, but i was watching those in the 90s and those are from the like 70s Every, all the men are in like tight pants and big
0: what about adam's family how do we feel about that? You know, you you look at the Addams Family went the original black and white, uh, kooky, awesome little TV show. Well, the, the comic
1: strip first, then the then there was the TV mm-hmm. show, uh, which which uh, did a great job of kind of expanding the characters just from like, oh, you know, they're kooky and creepy and weird, and the show getting to be the the most brilliant thing in the world. Where oh, we're just doing a very normal. Uh, father knows best old style sitcom except and it's every single thing like oh, they, oh did something go wrong with my child come and talk to me about it puff my pipe ignore you well do better and he leaves instead of just Oh, well, what if they actually engage with the child and we're into what the child was into
0: <laughs> no I think uh, you know the TV series and then it bursts the, the movies which I have to say the, the original uh, the first movie with uh, uh, Raul Julias Gomez was great. The second one also with Raul Julia was uh, not as good as the first, but the sequels never are. And well, I know... It was, th- it was
1: writing a few,
0: like... You already know you're
1: here a little bit. They, were, they weren't trying... As, they weren't as desperate to, like, prove to you that you
0: should be into this. Yeah. And then I know they tried to do another... Adam's Family, because uh, Raul Julia had passed away by this time. Mm-hmm. And they tried to do another one, and that just went, like, nowhere. I'm not even sure if that even went straight to DVD type of thing. I
1: think it was. I don't think they brought I don't think they got anyone back. I don't,
0: but, um,
1: but he, he's already done. Uh, <laughs> and I, I don't think they got anyone back. Christina Ricci was already done. Houston was going to do it. Lloyd was going to mm-hmm. do it. Um, but I think, wasn't it? I might be drunk, but I think it was Tim Curry. In no,
0: you are right. Tim. No, okay. Uh, no, no, no. Okay, wait. Tim Curry... He was in one of them, wasn't he? He was in the Broadway musical because they took it to Broadway. It, it became yeah. a Broadway musical. Adam's Family became a Broadway musical. Uh, and then I think Tim Curry was Gomez for the Broadway musical. But I could be wrong. Maybe he did do a, uh, a straight-to-DVD yeah, thing. Adam's Family
1: Reunion. TV movie.
0: Oh, a TV movie. And it was a
1: TV movie where it was uh, uh, Tim Curry.
0: As Gomez? Yep. Let's
1: see.
0: Uh, I'm not going to knock that too much because Tim Curry... I love Tim Curry. I haven't seen it. So I have know. never seen him do anything that I could say was shit. So whatever he's done, even his shit was really good. So... <laughs> You know, uh, I'm not going to knock that. I'm going to blame everyone else except for Tim Curry.
1: <laughs> I think that's fair.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh Daryl Hanna was uh, Morticia.
0: No, 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 no.
1: <laughs> I don't. Yeah, that feels odd. That doesn't. That doesn't scream to me as like, like no. <laughs> uh,
0: it's cr- I think. Oh, yep,
1: yeah, there was. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, I don't I don't know the other people in this.
0: Can't imagine why. Okay. I, I like the idea of the first Adams Family movie because what it does is to me it revived all those old memories because it, it kind of stayed true, a creepier, but true to this is family, we're weird, but we're out there being us type of thing. And I liked that. The yeah. the the part two one. i i I didn't feel that one at all but uh the way that gomez loves morticia in the tv show and in the first movie is just spot on you know yeah
1: um that's just it's just so unshakable and unquestioned
0: yes it's just amazingly good um christopher lloyd as fester adams
1: just having the most goddamn fun.
0: <laughs> yes. He was so good as Fester. I mean, yeah. he would actually like his Fester better than the original Fester. Um, so that's to be said.
1: Yeah, I'm largely with you. Now, I understand Christopher Lord
0: was a huge fan of the original Fester,
1: which mm-hmm. uh, did inform his performance, but it was like, I'm not going to just impersonate that dude. That, that was, that's, that's, the, that's their, their Fester, Fester, that's his Fester. Right, he did
0: I'm his really own. Yeah, and he was but he was great.
1: Love instead of like a I don't know what I'm doing I'll just do whatever like it, mm-hmm. you can tell he has some of that without being in any way aping that.
0: Yeah, wow. and I, I loved it I loved it. But I like the one thing I will say that I like about the Adams Family movies is it kind of brings back that appreciation for, for someone like me and like you who grew who may have grown up with the Adams Family te- television series. It really kind of brings that back and i kind of like even now like uh what was it just last year or the year but it was either 2019 or 2018 they did an animated adams family um movie i never saw it i, haven't seen it. I, I heard it I did, did well to,
1: but i don't expect to like it yeah because i feel that's gonna be a as much as it, it, it works for the whenever they uh not whenever oftentimes when a sitcom or kind of quaint show is updated a big part of it is, look, they're a fish out of water, like when they did the Brady Bunch movies and stuff. It's always like, Oh, they're still acting like it's the seventies that's the whole joke <laughs> the entire fucking movie, yeah, that one joke is the only thing you' that one joke yeah that's it that's you've, all been, you've been writing
0: that joke way too long. it's time to stop yeah. you know but
1: family that's where that's it that was the original joke was everyone, but it was never that hey are we weird it was never that they were always of the opinion no we're reasonable we're perfectly fine everyone else is very weird but you know what we should accept them
0: we love them that was
1: that was the beautiful version of that twist Mm. because it was like uh when you mentioned the monsters it's wonderful that they always had like we're different and that's okay that's beautiful that is a beautiful sentiment but i do also want we're weird and there's and not only is that okay i don't want to apologize anybody you're wrong I'm going to cut the heads off my flowers, we're going to play with dynamite upstairs, and then I'm going to like be I'm going to be married to a woman that I'm actually physically attracted to instead of bitching about her all the time. That's what we do, and we're right.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and see, I'm, I'm going to go with this as well. You know, um, Adam's Family, like I said, you know, it, it gives me, it brings back that old nostalgia for me. But it also, mm-hmm. the one thing that I realize is that it keeps other generations kind of going back to that well. Because I'm sure even with the animated series that they, are, the animated movie that they did not that long ago, it sparked a whole new generation to go back And look at some of the original Adams Family movies, which I like. I like that it's kind of keeping that alive. Now, going back to what you brought up, the the Brady Bunch, I got to tell you, I thought the Brady Bunch movie was just shite. I I could not stand it. It was the worst thing I had ever seen. My dad, for some reason, thought it was hysterical. I thought it was the worst thing ever. It, It was just a horrible... Horrible movie for me. And, and all they did is they played off the old jokes like, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Oh, the ball hit my nose. I'm sure you're used to a lot of balls hitting your nose, Marsha.
1: <laughs> it, was, it was just like a bunch of, it was they, all they, they strung, strung along a bunch of references mm-hmm. against the backdrop of, hey, this entire family is bizarrely out of step with everybody else temporally that's it the only joke you know. was they act like it's the 70s but hey man it's like 1990 we're modern like it's you're just dating your like it immediately just dates itself
0: yeah it's just I one time was- period looking at another time period and it for me it, it just it was a stinker and did nothing i mean nothing for me yeah what about you did you like it
1: um no, I remember because I, like, I was roughly the same age I had a crush on the girl that on the actress that played Jan That was it I remember, like, that's the only thing I remember Like she's cute, I think she's cute that's the only thing I remember um, that like, had any lasting impact was like, alright the rest of this is just that same joke over and over again so I, I, I and, 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 like, the references I did catch, I'm like, oh yeah that was an episode where that mm-hmm. happened Okay. So (laughs) I I wasn't invested like in in the um, I can't even remember what the plot was. Like they were going to like someone was going to like trick them out of their home or something.
0: I, I, you know I'll be honest, I don't remember what the fuck the plot was either. Yeah. It was just yeah. it was just so insignificant for me that I don't even remember what the hell the plot was and I thought it was a massive waste that they even did that movie. I, I don't know if wh- whatever production company did that, they just must have had some money to waste because... They, I,
1: I assume someone had the rights and was like let's give it a shot because the Brady Bunch does have the, the TV show has kind of moved forward in, in the in the cultural conversation. It is a shorthand. If you mm-hmm. see like when people like I've seen people now, they seem they have their Zoom call up because we're dealing with COVID, and they have all the different windows open, and they go they don't go like, oh, that looks like the TV screen from The Matrix from when he talks <laughs> to the architect. No, that's what it looks like. But yeah, they don't say that. What do they say? Brady Bunch. Brady
0: Bunch. Bunch Brady Bunch. Yeah, that
1: remains. Why though? Mm. The TV show, not the movie. The movie didn't yeah. do
0: that. But no.
1: the Adams Family, because again, going from comic strip to a TV show that was groundbreaking, to a movie that fully, the, that it has not aged poorly ver- at all. Really, it the hasn't. Biggest it biggest hasn't. Thing that, like makes you feel like, oh, this is an old movie. Is there's like an old they, they they proudly eat Pizza Hut at one point. Like the product placement is the biggest weakness of the first Adams Family movie. Right. Like, Everything else is rock-fucking-solid.
0: Well, let's look at something else. Let's look at because I think we've we've given way too much love to Adam's family here. We even tried to get away from it and went back to it. (laughs) Let's look at something that's a little bit more obscure that I don't think everyone is completely aware of, unless you're a PBS fan or unless you're really into Brit TV. Um, But let's look at Mr. Bean, mr mr bean was was a tv show and his big gimmick was that you never heard him speak he was just goofy and always getting himself into trouble and falling asleep at at his job as being a guard at the uh museum and then (laughs) moreover
1: rowan atkinson did have this idea of a Mm -hmm. um kind of like the tramp like uh charlie chaplin's was the uh, right. doesn't really need to communicate because he just has this like childlike mm-hmm. wonder yes. and, just sort of, and his, and his um, adventures with uh, everyone else kind of starting it. A yeah. lot of a lot of Mr. Bean was like, he is just enthusiastically happy and he is just he just he just wants Teddy or he just wants a bit of tea or he just needs to get in his car. He just has some, a very simple goal And someone else gives him trouble or the situation is just untenable. (laughs) He just kind of did. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like kind of in a childlike way, like the childlike idea of like, well, you can't get up those stairs. What are you going to do, Billy? Like to a little Mm -hmm. kid. And the response would be like, I can get up there or I could fly. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's not a real, that's not a real mm -hmm. way to do that. Like, well, how are you going to, um, uh, you have to get to move this chair. That's too big for your car. How do you get there? I'll tie the chair to the roof of the car. And then I'll drive it with a, with a broomstick. Yeah. You can't really do that, but that's exactly what Mr. Bean does.
0: Yeah. And that's kind of an awesome thing about Mr. Bean. He has, that, he has that great comedy, that just silent comedy that's, that's absolutely amazing, spectacular. And it's hysterical. It really is. And then they turn it into, of course, Mr. Bean, uh, the movie and what, what, what
1: was it called this i want to was... say it
0: was mr bean takes a holiday because he goes on vacation well there
1: and was there i want to say there was two of them wasn't it i, I was, want to say you're
0: right i do want to say there there's two of them um so while you google that i'm gonna go with uh it it was just the movie was was good but I think once you heard him speak, it kind of kills off a little bit of the magic. Because that was the big thing of the movie is that you finally get to hear Bean speak. And and a lot that was a big attraction. And then they did the part two where I think it it, it fell short. But that's one of those good examples of like it went from TV show to movie and, and how you feel about it. It's kind of, yeah. Up in the- air type of situation
1: I yeah I, for me it was just I don't really feel Mr. Bean translates to a, a long story but I do remember enjoying the movie ah yes okay so it was Bean the film just Bean then it was Bean the ultimate disaster movie or Bean the movie put on it was released under all, like with a bunch of names for the reason then there was Mr. Bean's holiday like 10 years later.
0: Yeah, so there are three of them then.
1: Uh, no, that's two movies, and then like a lot, like a, a then series, multiple series.
0: Oh, okay, I see. So I see.
1: The 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 one that I, I'm most familiar with is uh the original one where he ends up destroying uh portrait Whistler's mother. You
0: know? Yes, that one. That one I remember as well. Yeah, and, and then... uh, the
1: I remember the one. I remember the line. I remember at the end of it um it's uh his host who's mad at him who's who, he's gotten into endless trouble because it's Mr. Bean. Mm-hmm. Um is like he saves him. He's like I actually saved the painting. Like I did I he just says like he just like very like a scared child who because he's always well meaning. Mr. Bean is always well meaning. Um and he's like I in my weird wacky happenstance way save the day. He's like and he feels bad because he's always been mean to him. He's like, I, I think they imply that he's, he's, uh, he owes it them or he's related to somebody. That's why he's, he's, he's visiting. Mm-hmm. And his, I uh, think was like, I, I, I'm so sorry. I, anything you want. Could I stay another week? Because he like that same child, like, wait, he's having fun. He enjoys their family. He doesn't intend to screw everything up. That's just what happens. And it, uh, it didn't ruin it for me. For me, it, it seemed, it really felt like, uh, a little kid who just wants to like, I just want to be here, like like a really like a much younger kid sibling. That is like, oh, cramping your style, and then in the moment where like, actually it was great that they were here. They actually you had good uh, good time with them, and then you're like, oh, I'm sorry, it was me in the beginning. Like, you want to get an ice cream? Sink? No, but can I come again next time? It, it's very sweet, uh, innocent, and for me, it it didn't it didn't uh, it did not take from the character because I was used to him like with the little mumbles.
0: Talks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know, now, and I'm not sure if it's even still happening, but like um uh, last year they did a Mr. Bean animated series that's for the internet and uh Roy Atkinson. Was that, last
1: year was that a while ago?
0: Um last year or maybe it might
1: be that it happens every once in a while, they just make a new set of them.
0: Could be, could be, but it's definitely something that, that comes out on the internet. I subscribe to it here and there. And um, although they haven't put out anything new lately, so maybe it's it's kind of run its course, but it was going back to the old school bean, where it's the mumbles and you don't understand what he's saying. But he's having these little weird adventures with him and Teddy. But instead of being in the museum, he's uh, renting a room from this little old lady and the little old lady is is a much bigger part of the storyline. And so the interesting thing about this is we kind of go again into uh, three different mediums. You know, we start off on the small screen, PBS, out of all things, and then we hit the movies, and then from the movies now in, in you know, the, the more modern internet world, we're at an animated digital shorts type of, of style, which it, I think it's interesting where some of these characters just keep living because their story is hitting other platforms, other mediums. And and I, I like Mr. Bean. I really do. I, I'm not going to say I loved all the movies. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> but the I TV show, I really love. That, that was our show on little screen to big screen to some other weird medium. And let us know if you agree with with some of our picks and let us know if you've seen some of these and you think hey adam's family was great from tv to movie or maybe you thought the brady bunch was the greatest thing ever i don't know but let us know your opinions
1: if you have any suggestions uh on the topic like here's a great example you guys didn't even mention what, moving uh from movie to uh television screen television screen to movie if you have a great uh, example, let us know. We'll take a, uh, take a look. I'd love to hear more examples of that. Yeah. In fact, uh, you can reach us at VVCRshow at gmail.com. Anything you want to do, send it over there. Um, I request no pictures Var has requested extra pictures of whatever you got. Yeah. That's how you put it, right? Pretty what much you got going Just-
0: on. I will look at pictures of whatever, <laughs> whatever you send, I will look at. <laughs> That's it. I won't. <laughs> yes. Carlo, Carlo is, uh, yeah, he, he won't, he won't, but I will. So send me all your fun pictures. Uh, yeah. even the ones of you just holding up your middle finger, we will totally make Get a, Instagram. Uh, put you on there. <laughs> a, a picture book of just that. <laughs> the, the review of our review. <laughs> This is a big middle finger. <laughs> but until next time, I'm Vada. I'm Carlo. And you have been listening to VCR. Remember to make us one of your favorites and follow us on all of our platforms. And we look forward to hearing from you. Vada. Until then, take care. You were listening to VCR, creative content by Richard Christopher Vada and Carlo Manuel Magana. The logo is created by Richard Christopher Bada, with assistance from Annie Ramirez. The theme song is The Messenger by Silent Partner and can be found on YouTube Sound Library.